It's time for two blokes talking tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I brilliant. think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two blokes talking tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two blokes talking tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech, episode 18. I'm Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. And joining me, as he does every week, from techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. G'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Mate, I am fantastic, and we're doing it all thanks to the good people at Samsung, Smart TVs, and Netgear, connecting with innovation. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight, so let's get cracking. Now, Microsoft have finally, I would say, announced um, Office 365, which is their cloud-based um, everything service, really, because it's not just about storage. It's not just about you know a Google Docs-style replacement. It's everything, and uh, it's something they've been rolling out kind of in in, lateral, in recent months in a, in a corporate environment very heavily. So this is now a consumer-based thing as well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, I think uh, it, it's a it's a smart move on Microsoft. Obviously, they want to stake their claim. The cloud computing space is is, is growing. Uh, we've seen Google already establish Apple announcing iCloud. I think Microsoft have have done, this is a very smart play on their part because it's kind of like they're taking their very popular Office suite of, of products and putting it online. So it's an online version of that. Your Outlook, your Word, all these all these documents that you can collaborate, your email, you can keep on top of. I think it's a it's a good move. And, and not too expensive. It's seven ninety five a month. That's the entry level price, and obviously gets higher. I think uh, our next price up is fifteen seventy and upwards for mid medium sized business, businesses. So it's and a, enterprise. It, the, the different prices are they based on the services that you're getting or the size of your business? Uh, a bit of both. Yep. There is uh, there's uh, it includes the the increased size of the, the storage capacity yep. as well as sort of just the sheer functionality of it. There's more you can do uh, with with the more expensive enterprise grade services. So yeah. uh, you can download though. You can get a sign up for a free 30 day trial uh, as well. So if you want to just check it out, uh, see if it suits suits your needs. Uh, there is a way to test it. Uh, try before you buy. Uh, but uh, like I said, it, it's a, it's a good move. The cloud. Space is such a such a growing growing part of the way we do things nowadays, and uh, I think a smart move from Microsoft. It is, and and you know they this thing w- was mooted, and, and it was all coming about when a long time ago when they bought the Office.com domain. Um, you know there was talks of them you know just taking on Google Docs, but I've got to be honest, I don't see that Google Docs has got a long way to go before it's 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 a real viable exercise um, because in the end it's great to be able to edit documents on the go on the web. But really, we still got to have the software. And, you know, I know Google are future thinking and this, you know, Chromebook's a good example of them wanting to, you know, run everything off the web. But we're a long way off that right now. So just having cloud storage, cloud synchronization, cloud access, as well as, you know, software that integrates directly. And that's the key. The software integrates directly with their cloud. And that's where you're getting real benefit. And that's something that Google can't do. 
Absolutely, um, and, and, uh, and I think see this this is the business grade cloud service. You got to oh, remember yeah. that how many people use Microsoft uh, software. You know, to, to run their businesses, to, yep. to, to increase their productivity, whether it's Outlook or Word or Excel, PowerPoint, all these documents now can be, you can collaborate now online. Uh, it, it's just going to help with productivity. And another thing I just want to bring up is the name, Office 365. Hmm. Uh, we've got the Microsoft's got an Xbox 360 and now an <laughs> Office 365. I think that's an interesting little couple of product names, don't you think? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> this, it, you know, these marketing people, Stephen, you know how it is. I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't think you spent too many dollars on techguide.com.au. It's pretty common sense stuff. Uh, neither did you and I. We probably spent $6 on Two Blokes Talking Tech. I think I had an orange juice and you had a mineral water. Um, Something like that. So, you know, it's, it's bloody, it's, it's just marketing, you know, and, and I, well, to be 365, honest. obviously 365 days in the year. So this means that Office 365, does this mean you're going to work every day of the year or is it just a catchy name, you think? Or? Exactly. I think it's stupid. I think it should be called Office Online. That's what they should call it because that's yeah. what it is. Uh, but anyway, we aren't in marketing and, uh, we'll see how long <laughs> Office 365 sticks around as a name. But, uh, you know, I think good move by Microsoft and very interesting to see the take up of it. But what you you won't be able to see really because it's not a not a massively a consumer thing is the enterprise level the, the take up i already know of an organization in fact i work in an organization that's rolling office 365 out as we speak mm-hmm. um and and it's important because it's uh it's a new way of working in the collaboration and all those different things it's going to be very very interesting so keep your eye out for office 365 and try it out and the links are all there on techguide.com.au you're listening to two blokes talking tech with trevor long well, I had a very relaxing couple of days in the Blue Mountains early this week, Trevor. It was uh, the a lovely invitation from our good friends over at Pioneer. It was uh, for an audio retreat mm. uh, up in Lillianfels in the Blue Mountains, which was quite my, nice. They invited our partners. My wife was very pleased to get an invitation. And but, my apologies to the good people at Pioneer. I couldn't make it. I couldn't find babysitters, and I had to go to Canberra on Monday. But it uh, sounds like it was a wonderful event and some really interesting products uh, Absolutely, announced. yeah. Well, they've, they've, uh, well Pioneer's well-known for their audio heritage. They've They've, they've got some very strong products in their audio lineup, and they they unveiled some new AV receivers and products that have got a really strong uh, link to and compatibility with Apple products. Obviously, mm. a lot of our contents carried around on our iPhones, our iPads, our iPods. So, all the, the uh, Pioneer announced six new AV receivers that out of the box are going to have wireless streaming connectivity using AirPlay. So mm. if you've got your AV receiver set up, and let's face it, the AV receiver is your entertainment hub if you've got a speaker yep. set up with your TV and you want to stream your music uh, wirelessly to the receiver, it's there. It switch even comes out of standby and your music's playing on, on the best speakers set up in your house. There's even uh, uh, receivers that can link uh, with a wired connection to your iPad mm. and iPhone and play video even directly off the device so no no need to 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 try to uh to stuff around with all, too many wires and, and and it's a complicated process it's mm. quite simple you can just connect it and the movie appears up there on your screen and it's literally using airplay so there's you don't need an app you're just using airplay 
That's right. Yeah. Well, mm. you can use it because it built into the Apple software, and, and even further in iOS five is is AirPlay uh, compatibility, and and you just there'll be an AirPlay icon you can click, and it'll find the devices that are within your network, including the Pioneer products as well. But Pioneer have also come up with some apps to go with these products too for the iPhone, and down the track they're looking at Android versions as well. There's one that you can use it to control the, your receiver, your Blu-ray player, even adjust the audio levels and have a bit of a play around with that. There's also another interesting one called Air Jam, which is gives four people the opportunity to create a community playlist. So say they right. were all around at a mate's house listening, one of us has got our Pioneer system with our speakers. It gives us all an opportunity to connect to the system and then stream our favourite song uh, to to the device. So up to four people can use it and you can see your other your friend's selection on your screen and if you don't own that song if it's one that you you hear it and you like it you can then link you can connect click on it and it'll take you into itunes so you can buy that song as well so that's our pioneer creation it's called air jam it's available now and that that works with these new products as well a great idea now just a thought or a question without notice which we might have to investigate i remember when facetime first came out i I said to the guys at apple yeah but you know very restrictive because apple to apple and they said well actually facetime isn't an apple um, uh, product. It's it's an Apple development, but FaceTime is an open standard, and so it's possible you could see it rolled out on other platforms and other devices. I wonder whether AirPlay is the same, or whether they will keep it as a closed network thing. Because I saw someone suggest the other day that you know AirPlay would become the standard for wireless kind of push streaming, and mm. that, that that would be that could be the case if they allowed AirPlay uh, as a as a streaming mechanism um, to be used on multiple devices. I just uh. wonder about that. I don't think so. I hmm. think that Apple will keep that as their own uh, little standard. Yep. Uh, reason being that if, say, they license it out to other people, there's the there's a possibility that that you're going to be streaming a song from a non-Apple device to a mm, non-Apple yeah, yeah. receiver. So I think they they want to keep their part of that equation, which is the iPad, the iPhone, the iPod, to stream that music or the movie or whatever they're using to Apple TV or to. Rel- uh, compatible products like the Pioneer AV receivers. Uh, so I think Apple are going to very much hang on to that one because yep. they know that a lot of people carry their content around. I know I do. I've got all my music's on my iPhone and my iPods that I run with and everything. So mm. I think Apple are going to hang on very tightly to that. And just just, to the, just on the AV, AV receivers themselves, there's uh, six of the new receivers that they're available from next month. Uh, they're going to be rolled out up between July and September. Uh, and uh, they start at 1090 dollars for the entry level and they go right up to three thousand four hundred ninety nine for the top of the line av receiver for a home theater setup you gotta want it to uh, want to spend that much but it is good quality and that's the thing you're getting with pioneer so good stuff and uh, keep an eye out for that later in the year two blokes talking tech you're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Well, we uh, have to give a big thank you to one of our sponsors, to Samsung. Now, uh, smart TVs are all the rage, as we know, Trevor, and Samsung's range are up there with uh, with the best of them. They're, they're available in plasma or LED. So I think if you're in the market for a new TV, I think it's worth looking at investing in a smart TV because there's so much, so many new features you can enjoy with a connected television. Uh, it's the gateway to a lot of content. You can even download apps. apps. We're used to yep. downloading apps to our smartphones. 
smartphones and our, our tablets. Now you can download apps for your television. Uh, you can also access a lot of services. Surf the web. That's the biggest browser you're ever going to see on your TVs. <laughs> Their Samsung TVs up to 64 inches. That's, that's a browser and a half if you ask me, but you can surf the web, watch YouTube, even de- stream movies. No more trips to the video store. You can pop a movie, you can rent a movie right off the screen, even make video calls using Skype. Uh, and of course, they're not only the best 2D TV you can buy, they're also 3D TVs as well, including 2D to 3D conversion. So uh, if you want any more information, head over to samsung.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Matt, I was very interested in an announcement from uh, Telstra last week. Uh, and I, I, for those that listen to Your Tech Life and Two Blokes Talking Tech, I digress. But it's it's important that we that we talk about HD voice from Telstra. I saw this, this um, yes. a long time ago, about a year or more ago, um, on, a, on a YouTube video in the UK uh, on the Orange Network um, being demonstrated. As, as, and it was a very, very good demonstration about how HD voice improved the quality of uh, of the call. Now, Steve Telstra announced this on Friday, and it's available on the entire NextG network. Yeah, and, it, and it's a free service too, which was very impressive. But, but the, the catch is, though, you need a compatible handset. I've, I think I've listed the handsets as you probably have on your tech life. I've listed them on uh, techguide.com.au. You need to have one of these devices. So both of you need to have a device that's compatible, both be on the next G network. But if you have got, if you tick all, all those boxes, it's it's a free service. And, uh, you know, we've heard of high definition for your TV. Now you've got high definition for your mobile. Well, let me, let me now give you an example. Now, I know this is very selfish and egotistical, but I, I did a demo for for your tech life and and I thought it might be worth playing here as well so what I did and I explained this in the conversation I, I made made a phone call to myself and I recorded it essentially um, <laughs> that's not uncommon for you Trevor is it? <laughs> exactly I love talking to myself um, so uh, Telstra sent me two uh, Sam's uh, sorry two Sony uh, Xperia Neos um, which are Android phones and they're HD voice enabled now one of them I had hooked up to the studio here and then I took my normal Samsung Galaxy phone out and I made a phone call to it. Standard phone call, you can hear that in a minute. And then I hung up and I rang back on uh, a similar, in fact identical, Sony Xperia Neo, which is HD voice enabled. And I think here you can hear the difference. So let's have a listen to those two calls right now. Okay, so this is me standing out the front of my house on a Samsung Galaxy S2 and I've made a call. I'm on Telstra, but this is not a HD voice enabled phone. And I've called... HD voice enabled phone. There is no improvement in quality. It's a standard mobile call. You might be able to hear cars in the background, uh, there's a bit of rain, no water in the drains, those kind of things. General background noise and obviously the quality of a mobile call you expect. So this is a call between uh, me on the Telstra network on the Samsung Galaxy S2 dialing a Sony Xperia phone which is HD voice enabled um, but not a HD voice call. So let's see what happens when you use two uh, HD voice-enabled phones over the HD voice network. Okay, same time, same place, different phone. And once again, cars driving past me now, water in the drains. But this time, I'm talking to you, or to myself, I'm talking to myself on the same phone. So this is a Sony Xperia Neo uh, calling the same Sony Xperia phone on the Telstra and XG network. But the network and the phones are HD voice-enabled. So you should be able to tell the quality difference between the HD voice and the standard call that I made just a moment ago. What do you think, mate? I um, I think that's a very clear demonstration at a very basic level because I didn't I didn't put any effort into it. Just a simple phone call recorded. Okay, question for you, Trevor. Yep. Why would you want this? 
Well, it's <laughs> a bloody good question. Look, I think... I know, I know it sounds great, but are people going to go out of their way for this, do you think? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be something people seek uh, at a broad level, but I think you, you'll... Look, media, for example, very big yep. application within media. Now, I don't think it's going to be phone-to-phone in the media. I think it's going to be phone-to-compatible hardware. Um, mm-hmm. I also think that you'll get benefits of this in the car. Now, I've got a Jabra Freeway in my car, which is a uh, sun visor speakerphone. It's HD voice compatible. So it will allow the the HD to continue through the whole stream from the speakerphone all the way through to the phone, etc. Because I wondered when I after I made that recording whether using a, a, a little headset or a speakerphone might make it different because you're not squashing the phone up against your face and things like that. So I think there'll be some some advantages, but I don't think it's a broad, wide appeal. But I certainly yeah. think people that are audiophiles and you know in the family or in their business, um, you know, think um, think business people who you know just want to have speak uh, have uh, conference calls. Yeah. You know, they put one on the on the table, put it on speakerphone. You can have the managing director in another place. Bingo, he's on a, on a better Absolutely. quality line. Yeah, I, I asked that question not not to put you on the spot or anything, but I'm just thinking that that while people think and are asking that question, that that's a, a question that I asked naturally and asked you tonight. But I think too, it's some Something that we're all going to accept as the new standard. I know we, we've, yeah. it's like with our TVs. Like I wouldn't buy a flat screen TV unless it was full HD. That's correct. Why? Because it's better. This is the, for the same reason. Why? Because it's better. Now we're, we're using our mobiles more than ever and mm. being able to communicate even more clearly. I think it's only a good thing. Hopefully the other networks will follow. Great to see Next G taking the lead, Telstra taking the lead with this, and uh, it's something that you and I will be using definitely, and uh, and obviously other people will as well. I think so, mate. I- Look, you and I make phone calls all the time, and you know those mobile calls, mate, they're terrible. So uh, anyway, look forward to HD voice. So the other thing from Telstra is the HTC Sensation, mate. That's right, yeah. Well, from next month, the HTC Sensation hopefully will live up to its name, Trevor. It'll be available on Next G exclusively from, uh, from July. Now, this phone... I haven't actually used this phone, but I've heard a lot about it. It was been already released in the US, and I think that this is going to be just to give everyone a description. It's got a 4.3 inch touchscreen. It's got a super resolution, I think 540 by 960 resolution mm-hmm. screen, so ultra sharp screen. 1.2 gigahertz dual core processor, Android 2.3 operating system. I think this is the phone on the next year network. It's going to be a great proposition, but I think this is the phone that's going to have a bit of a. It's going to be a celebrity. Deathmatch against the Samsung Galaxy S2. They're both spec for spec. They're pretty comparable. Yep. I think this is going to be a great battle. So spec for spec, they're, they're, they're very similar. Do you, what, what's the big difference going to be then? Is it just the HTC Sense layer? I think so. Well, I, I quite like, and, and you do too. Yeah. I know you've been using your Galaxy S2 a fair bit. That they're, the the layer that these companies put on top of Android really is is add makes the difference for me. Yeah. HTC Sense. There's a new version. I think it's HTC Sense 3.0, 3.0. on this uh, on this device. So you're going to get your usual things like flip to silence, having a louder ring when the device is in a bag, and things like that. But there's also improved browsing. There's going to be you better have multiple lo- windows open at once. Uh, but I think the screen itself, it's we, we use our phones not only for apps and everything, but it's also they're also not only our communication devices, they're also our entertainment devices. So being able to watch multimedia on a screen that, that sits in your hand, 4.3-inch screen, is really going to be cool. Have they announced pricing 
yet, though. Not yet. No, no plans. But uh, just more on the on the actual the 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 device itself. It's got an aluminium unibody design. It's oh. got metallic speaker grills. It's got a contoured glass edge. So it's quite. I think it's a step up in the normal HTC offering. That their phones are, are, are pretty high standard. I think this takes it to the next level. Yeah, because the Samsung Galaxy is. Um, it does feel, and this is a terrible thing to say, but it feels a little cheap because of the plastic backing, but then it's very, very light for that very yeah, same reason. It's light. And I think it's I a trade-off. This Galaxy S2 is so light. It's, it's, I've handed this phone to a lot of people who use iPhones and said, Look, just hold them, and and you do notice the difference. But then there's well, that. Well, I do that know having a battle. light device is a very sensitive subject for you, Trevor. I'm glad that the Samsung Galaxy S2 is okay for you there. I shall judge the HTC <laughs> sensation purely on its weight. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen. Oh, he loves giving me stick, but uh, thank you to our good friends at Netgear as well, netgear.com.au, whether you're looking for a router, uh, a networking solution in your home like Wi-Fi from your, t- from your brand new TV, perhaps into your wireless network, or a power line, Ethernet, which is how you can get internet from one side of the house to the other, or another ro- one room to another, just by plugging a power line adapter into your normal standard PowerPoint and then plugging that PowerPoint into your router and the other PowerPoint into your device, and you're on the Internet. These are simple solutions that Netgear can offer you. Uh, they're available at all good resellers, netgear.com.au, for all the information. And as I, I think I hinted last week, if you've got a Netgear router, download, and, you, and you're on Windows, download Netgear Genie. Just go to netgear.com.au. It's a really simple way to manage your um, your Netgear router and view your network and maybe even keep an eye on, on who's on your network because that's a very important thing for people to uh, keep their eye on. So netgear.com. We thank them for their support. Now, mate, I don't have a spare $2.8 trillion, but that is the prediction of how much we as a, as a global community will spend on digital devices and content by 2015, which is only three years away. That is a startling figure. I think uh, the U.S. economy, uh, their their deficit is a lot larger than that. I understand, <laughs> Trevor. But two point eight trillion is a solid chunk of change for digital information. Just goes to show, though, that the this is money that we weren't spending twenty years ago. That's Fif- the crucial 15 point. Fifteen years ago. Yeah, and now, that's the thing. The, the, you, you sit down and you work out what you're spending today and why your budget is so tight, and you just reflect ten years ago and have a look at what you were spending. It wasn't. It was nothing like what you're spending now abs- on ongoing abs- things, let alone devices. Absolutely. Well, for a start, you you didn't have a mobile plan. You didn't have a broadband plan. You didn't have a mobile phone. And you weren't downloading content to these devices because you didn't own them yet. So the three parts, this is a Gartner uh, prediction. Gartner are the analysts, the tech analysts that we know so well. They've they've split this digital spending into three parts, okay? Devices, Mm -hmm. content, and services. Now, pop quiz... Which of those three do you think make up the largest portion of that money that we're going to be that we're going to spend in 2015? Yes, devices. I mean, the number of devices we're going to buy is going to be huge. Sorry, come back next week. It is actually services. So, like our our communication subscriptions. So, our mobile plans, our voice services, uh, mobile data, broadband plans, pay TV subscriptions, even online gaming Mm. are going to, in 2010, we we spent $2 trillion. And what I just mentioned made up 62% of that amount. Next down, what is your guess? Content? 
devices. Oh, devices. I mean, I 28% of what we spent in 2010 was devices, including our mobile handsets, yep. uh, our tablets. There weren't that many tablets in 2010. They were introduced halfway. But uh, entertainment equipment, obviously, like TVs and gaming consoles. And the, and that, and the very last bit, uh, 10% of what we spent uh, was on content and software. So that's going to obviously be reflected into the future as well. But Gartner also said that there's three, there's key areas of technology going, looking into the future that companies look to make a lot of money, and they are wireless broadband, yep, location-based services, oh for sure, and operating systems. Yeah, and look, I think the one thing you said there about like content being low on the list of of spend, because while I mean, if we're going to look into the future, what we need to see is that con- you, you probably won't pay for specific pieces of content as much as you do now because, for example, specific pieces of music, we probably will down ha- head down the Sony curiosity path of paying a subscription just to have music at our fingertips, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah, totally right. But mm. uh, no, you're, you're right with that. But also, too, the devices that we own that we own today, we, all, we many of us keep them for a year, two years, so the content we download to that device may, may equal the amount amount of money we spent on that device before we upgrade to the next. But I, th- I found one interesting thing about the, the things to look for into the future that's going to be the best opportunities for companies to make money, and that's wireless broadband. Now, Gartner, mm-hmm. like, we're building a national broadband network of fibre optic cable, and yet Gartner have come out and said that wireless broadband is going to be one of the big things of the future. Yeah, and well, big spending things, because it's a subscription service, you see. So, you know, we're going to continue. to we, Because we want to be mobile uh, in every we do. I think we will get to a point where we where we appreciate the NBN for what it is in our home as being this ridiculously fast and reliable thing. But you and I both know as soon as we leave the house, we want to be online in every possible way. So whether Absolutely. you've got a dongle, an iPad, an iPhone, all these things, tethered, whatever it is, everyone's going to have this subscription-based service. You know, people talk about there being 22 million mobile phones in Australia. I don't think that's anywhere near true. I think it's more like, you know, 15 or 16. But in reality, the other 6 or 7 million is mobile devices that use a SIM card, which is, is counted as a mobile phone. So the, we could have double the number of, of mobile accounts to population by then for sure. Absolutely. But one thing's for sure, the future is definitely digital. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. That was a new sting, that one, Trevor. I've never heard that sting before. That was a nice one. I've just got to start <laughs> me- mixing it up a bit, don't I? <laughs> you do. You're doing it well. Speaking of mixing it up a bit, a perfect segue to our next subject. <laughs> the Pope is on Twitter. <laughs> this only Pope- happened 19 hours ago. That's right. Well, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth tweeted for the very first time and if this isn't the best product endorsement of all time he tweeted on an ipad (laughs) 2 so not only is it magical revolutionary (laughs) it's also holy (laughs) (laughs) the holy ipad 2 well it has got two holes in it the old one didn't it's got camera holes didn't it there you go exactly right nice one so his first tweet his first tweet was dear friends i just launched news.va Praised be our Lord Jesus Christ with my prayers and blessings, Benedictus. What's that? The sixteenth. Sixteenth. Yes, so that's right. Is that one hundred and forty characters? Did well, we count well, that, or did the did the His Holiness have a little bit of a dispensation to sort of go over that limit? Here's my know, concern but. for the for the dear uh, dear fellow. Um, he's <laughs> he's clearly because this account, which is uh, Vatican, oh sorry, news underscore va underscore en, really easy to say by the way. Good on them. Um, <laughs> has been around for a while. It's not it's not actually a new account. 
Um, yeah, but, but they've had a really yeah. He, but he's the first one he's done his, himself. That's right. But here, yeah. here's my concern for him. So you know the the, the 140 character limit. His yeah. sign off, which is going to have to be pretty standard. Praise be our Lord Jesus Christ with my prayers and blessing, Benedictus the sixteenth. Yeah, that itself is 67 characters. Mate, he'll just make it into an acronym. It'll be it'll be yeah, WMP so? and B, MB. That's with my prayers and blessings, and it'll be it'll be Ben Ben Dick the sixteenth. <laughs> Do you think so? If 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 the Pope creates acronyms for his sign off, I, I think that would be the the beginning of Twitter as the global phenomenon. I have to say, I mean, that would really. Well, it's not about endorsement. You got His Holiness the the Pontiff uh, on on uh, on your website, so on Twitter. So that's pretty cool. No, but uh, yeah, his first. Tweet, I think it, he's already there. There's already a, a Vatican presence on Facebook yep. as well as YouTube. Uh, in fact, I, I just put up the story on Tech Guide about this and, and actually embedded a nice YouTube video of yep. His Holiness attempting the uh, his first tweet and also publishing the new website. And there's about 18 cardinals around him pointing him in the right direction. So yeah. it's it's quite a humorous little video. But, uh, you know, it's uh, the 21st century. The Pope, you know, do you think, what, what do you think Jesus Christ would have thought of this 2011 years ago? He would have thought, wow, we've come a long way. I think he would be impressed. Let's, let's be clear. I think most people are pretty impressed once they get the hang of it. Thank you, mate. 18 or really 19 down because of the, the Apple special, but 18 or 19 down, uh, many, many, many more to go. Uh, thanks to our good friends at Netgear and Samsung Smart TVs. Uh, help those companies out by supporting them, and there's links to their websites at twoblokestalkingtech.com, and, of course, there is where you can subscribe to the podcast. You can listen to the podcast, you can download the podcast, and you can send us an email, twoblokestalkingtech.com. Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Thank you, mate, and talk again Thank next you, week. Thank you, Trevor. See you next week. And we'll record a little early next week. We'll record on Tuesday night because there's a very, very important match on important Wednesday match night. That New South Wales will win and claim their Origin Series. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> you know, you've been following the Rabbitohs for a long time and they've only Mate, just... Look, they've had what, how many, how many games game have they won? And I was right and I think we're going to go all the way. Game three, hello. Good luck. <laughs> You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenning.